welcome to the podcast. Coming to you from the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Lake of the Ozarks, podcast, Studio B. This is the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You can download any of these free apps to any mobile device, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, and Spotify. They're all free. freer than an excuse from the president concerning gas prices. I mean, if I had a penny for every excuse this guy has made, I'd be able to go out and afford gas right now. Ah, the old Putin price hike. Get the apps. They still cost the same as they always have. They're free. Just trying to help you with the uh, gas prices. Well, how is everybody doing today? We are in a series titled How to Receive Healing. Just going back to some basics. Trying to really simplify this for you on both sides. Meaning, yes, receiving, but also those that I, I hope you're going out there and you're ministering healing to others. So this is, you know, again, I said this. This is uh, by no means a deep study in any way. We've done many of those for sure, but this is really a um, up and running type of series, just some basics to help you get the results. And, you know, that's what we want. We want results. So we've looked into a few things here. And really the main goal is, as we've been saying, we want to get you the ABCs so that you can get to LMNOP. So many, because again, social media, we jumped in on watching somebody's ministry and seeing the results that they're getting and, and we like it. And Hey, I can do that too. But what you're seeing is the LMNOP of their ministry. Nobody wants to watch the ABCs because we didn't record that part. You're seeing the outcome of, of possibly years of things they did before, but you're just seeing an outcome. You're not seeing what it took to get there. So the danger becomes, we see that, we jump out there, we do some things, and well, it's not going exactly the way that we thought that it would, and we're not getting the results that they got, well, so what's the deal? And so that's when we form all these crazy ideas and false doctrines about, well, they just must be particularly anointed or particularly called, and I'm not, and whatever. Let's just go back. Let's get that foundation. Let's have some things solid to pull upon especially when those results don't go as planned. We need something to grab hold of. So that's the flow of this series. That's what it's taking here. Nothing too deep at all, but just some information to get you up and running as you should be. So we've looked at a few things here so far in the previous podcast. And again, I'm encouraging you, go back and listen to those first if you haven't, as they do build one upon another. But we discussed knowing and acting upon the word of God. Of course, we talked about the power of the name of Jesus. But today I want to look at, at prayer for healing. Prayer for healing. And so prayer, as this goes for anything, not just healing, but prayer will only be successful when it's based on the promises in the word of God. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And if we know that he hears us, then whatever we ask according to his will, We know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So if we ask anything according to his will, meaning, well, you would have to know the will of God first. And of course, the word of God is the will of God. It's that simple. 
So we can ask according to the word of God and he hears and he answers, but it has to be found in the word. Otherwise, it's possible to ask incorrectly, meaning for things that are not God's will or selfishly, those things that really don't benefit us the way that God's will would. So you must know the word of God. Be sure that you're asking according to his will, not meaning that you have to pray scripture specifically, you know, like chapter and verse, word for word, but to pray the will and the intent of God and not something outside of that. Because if you do, he won't hear it and he won't answer. Now, the Bible shows us there's many different types of prayer. I don't want to get into all those today. Maybe we'll do a podcast on the different types of prayer at some point. But we're, we're specifically talking about healing here. John 16, 23... Uh, and 24. And in, then, in, in, and in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. So let's explain this because I've never heard a good explanation of this one. So in that day refers to today, whatever, whatever day you are asking and that praying to the father in the name of Jesus is a right now thing. Now I say this because many have taken issue with the idea that there are things that were dispensational, meaning that they were for those people back then and at that time and not for us today. Well, of course, there are a few things in the Bible that are like that. This isn't one of those things. God will tell you through the word of God what is and what is not dispensational. So Jesus said just before he went to Calvary to die, this is what he talked about, and to be raised from the dead and to ascend on high and sit at the right hand. It was at this time a new covenant was going to be born. John 16 and verse 24 said, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Or in other words, until now you have asked nothing in my name. You haven't prayed in my name yet. And he says, until now because Jesus was still on the earth. So it wouldn't have done any good to pray in the name of Jesus yet. They were still living under the old covenant, even though we say these books are our new Testament, but really that new covenant didn't start until Jesus rose again. But in the old, as he's referring to here, they would pray to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, while Jesus was here, he had yet entered into that position as the mediator, our high priest, or our intercessor. He wasn't at the right hand of the Father yet, so it wouldn't have done any good to pray in his name yet. But before he goes, he wanted to change the way that the disciples were praying. So as the old was going out and the new was about to come in, he wanted to let them know, hey, things are changing. And so he gave them what we call the Lord's Prayer. Now, I want to say something here. I know there's many a church today who repeat this word for word, and they do it often. And so I want to say this. He was teaching the disciples to pray this prayer, not you and I. Now, I did not say that we can't learn from it. I didn't say that it's not amazing. I didn't say that it's not beautiful. But where's the name of Jesus in it? As he said, the disciples didn't pray in the name of Jesus at this point. They didn't ask for anything from God in the name of Jesus yet, had they? So I say this to say, this is not the New Testament believer's prayer. It's not the model, as many have said, for prayer for us today. Again, I'm not saying that we can't grasp revelation from it. So, for instance, I've shared this before, but when I had that crippled boy sitting there in a wheelchair in front of me, he had never walked a day in his life. This prayer came to mind, and I began to say it out loud. Holy Spirit led me to speak this prayer, but not for the, for the reasons many believe. He was showing me a revelation of something contained in this prayer, but not the prayer itself. So I begin, and because my mind was wondering as I was beginning, why, why, you know, my mouth is saying, our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Oh, Father God, are there any boys in wheelchairs in heaven? Then your will be done on the earth now in Jesus' name. And I walked off, and a few minutes later, the boy is standing there. And not long after that, he walked out of the place pushing an empty wheelchair. But it wasn't the prayer word for word, but it was something that could be learned from the prayer. I gained a revelation from that a truth contained inside of that prayer of God's will. So we need to look at something here. John 16, just before Jesus departs, he's changing their prayers. But we as New Testament, as the New Testament church, are to come to God by Jesus. So I I think this is a reason why we've missed so much here, is that we have many today still trying to pray as those under the old covenant. John 16, 24, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask And you will receive that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. Well, when it comes to healing, what's going to make you joyful? Being healed, right? So this is what he's saying, that you can be healed by asking in the name of Jesus. Getting your prayers answered makes your joy full. And we have the right to ask for healing in the name of Jesus, and God hears and he answers us. Matthew 18, 19, and 20, again, I say to you that if two agree on the earth concerning anything they ask, it'll be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. I love that. So when he says gathered together in my name, he's not referring to, uh, I hope you came to church today, a gathering. He's saying this is something that can take place anywhere at any time. See, this is what we would call the prayer of agreement, which by the way, really should do away with this. I have an unspoken prayer request and God knows what. Well, how can somebody agree with you on something that we have no idea what it is? Now, I say this because, yes, you can go to God if you wish to keep it a secret, but when you're reaching out for everybody else to pray for you, but but it's an unspoken request, uh, no. No, I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. To agree on anything concerning anything they ask, well, Lord, I'm, I'm asking for, well, I can't say, but I agree, but I'm not sure what I agree about. No, no, see, no, according to these scriptures, wherever two people are agreeing, two or three in prayer, Jesus is there to see that what it is that they agreed upon happens. But again, not just in a church meeting, two people united anywhere and demanding healing for themselves or for others in Jesus' name. Those prayers are bound to be answered because God watches over those to make good on it. He says, if two of you, if just two of you would, on the earth again, just making sure you understand this is right now, anything they ask, well, that would include healing, wouldn't it? And again, it goes back to knowing the will of God first and how that healing is God's will. And you can ask anything, healing included, because that is the will of God anyways. So, and I see this all the time, all the time, thanks to Facebook now. Uh, We think that we need to get all the prayer warriors together. Get me on your prayer list and have the church praying for me and get your best warriors on there. I mean, we think we got to have this mass of people and that more the merrier and that somehow by having enough people praying to God, he's finally going to say, that's enough. That's enough. Guys, this is human reasoning. God said two of you can get the job done. Besides, you can't get the whole church to agree on something anyway. If two of you, it shall be done for them. It shall. So when somebody comes to ask me to pray with them about something, we usually hold hands, but just to signify we're together on this thing, and we're going to agree. We're going to agree that this need is going to be met. It's done. It's finished right now. It's not coming. Not going to be, but rather it is finished. This need is met right now as we pray. And it's not hope because hope is future. Faith is right now. We're not saying, oh, I hope so. So you have to, you have to really challenge yourself then after praying like this to say, it's done. You have to rest in that. Not I hope so or not we're going to see or okay, it's coming. It is finished. And that takes faith. It takes faith to say that and to believe it. 
See, if it's I hope so, well, there isn't any agreeing on that. I know so, and you're hoping so. So this is why so many of our prayers are going unanswered. And and so let me kind of help seal the deal here because once we've prayed, there's one more thing that goes hand in hand with this. And so again, just let me, let me kind of, let me kind of uh, pick something apart a little bit. You do not have to pray to be healed. Now I'm nitpicking something. Many are basing if they will be healed off of prayer. Did you get prayer? Did you pray for it? Did somebody pray for you? Prayer. See, here's the deal. God's word is what heals you, not prayer. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, you can have any, you, you could have anybody pray, but if that prayer was not biblical, like we discussed, well, prayer itself doesn't work then, does it? But prayer, as we call it, based off the word of God, that does work. But you don't even have to pray in the way that we're talking about here, because if you believe the word of God and you spoke that, you can be healed. Now, here's a shocker for you. No apostles in the New Testament prayed for somebody to be healed. How about that? None of them said, well, let's pray about that. None of them said, let's come into agreement right now for that sickness to go. None of them prayed, but rather they commanded or demanded sickness and disease and demons to go in the name of Jesus. No prayer circles, no prayer calls, no prayer lists. They demanded by the power of the word of God and the authority of the name of Jesus, and boom, they were getting results. So what I'm saying is, is don't get caught up in the ritual of prayer alone. The ritual. Well, we prayed. Well, probably did, but how did you pray? And what did you pray? And what was the expected outcome once you did? Most prayers, honestly, are prayers of petition. And what I mean is asking God to do something for us or asking God to do something for them. And that's okay. But here's the other key I wanted to give you before I go today. Again, I'm not saying don't pray. I I hope you understood what I was saying. Because again, just the idea of prayer alone, that's not necessarily the answer. It's the word. That's the answer. But here's the other key I want to give you before I go. Add praise to your prayers. And, And guys, this is a real key here. And when I say praise, I'm talking about offer up thanksgiving. Praising God, offering up thanksgiving. See, the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. And praise after prayer is really a key evidence of faith. Because how would you act if you really thought it was done? Oh, man, you'd be thanking God. You'd be praising him, right? Well, go ahead and do that now. Go ahead and do that right now after you prayed. Go ahead and thank him right now. To worship God as though it is finished and to thank him and to praise him before that, before you ever see it, that's faith. Prayer is very, very powerful. But you have to do it from a position of victory to see the results. James 5, 15, and 16, and the prayer that is of faith will save him who is sick, and the Lord will restore him or raise him up. And if you've committed any sins, you'll be forgiven. So confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic, in its working. Oh, I love that scripture. What is prayer? Prayer is a channel. Prayer is a, a portal, if you will, into the realm of the of the finished work of Jesus Christ. Our prayers allow us to tap into that realm where it is finished, because we know it's done there. His will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We know it's done there. But to tap into that, this is where that effectual fervent prayer of righteous men and women creates a, a portal, if you will, a channel, if you will, allows us to reach up in there and pull that power down here into our realm making tremendous power available where it wasn't, dynamic in its working, 
on earth as it is in heaven. So, prayer done in the name of Jesus, accompanied with faith, followed up by praise. Guys, that makes it possible to see the manifestation of that prayer come to pass. And that's when you're going to start seeing true miracles. And that's when your joy is absolutely going to be made full. discount the power of your prayers but on the other hand don't get so religious with it understand it's just a conversation between you and the father don't overcomplicate it yes it's to be done reverently but no you don't have to come in the king's language father thou in heaven wouldest thou answereth my humbleth requesteth talk to him. He wants to hear from you. And when he does, he's going to answer and your joy is going to be made full. That's all the time I have for today's podcast. I'm your host, Don Allen. Thank you for joining me on the New Old School Podcast. Until next time, I'll be attempting the ridiculous, achieving the miraculous.